All right. I have 10, 10, 90 minute. No, 10, 90 second timers going. Going to try a new format just to kind of brainstorm some ideas for shorts. We'll see how this goes. Well, I already like outlined this. So it's going to be, this is MMA mental model arts. So just ideas from MMA applied to creativity in this case. We'll see how this goes. Uh, so the first one, and I'm already 30 seconds in on this first section, uh, is this idea that of practicing at your worst. So I don't know if it's a specific MMA fighter or if it's just something in general that wrestlers do or grapplers do, but it's that idea of, um, I don't know if it's like training, if it's like during camp or whatever, like whatever it is, but where the person that has the fight will end the session by wrestling everyone else in the gym. Everyone else just lines up. And then the idea is that you want to fatigue that one fighter and they're practicing at their worst. They're practicing their techniques while they're at their worst. And this applies in creativity. This is something I'm reading in this uh, Stephen Kotler book where he says it's important to practice at your worst. This is how you can um, train your grit directly to persevere is getting familiar with how you feel when you're at your worst and then being able to still perform in that condition. So yeah, writing when, I don't know why this comes, this example comes up. It's not like I'm hungover very frequently these days. Um, but yeah, like writing, doing work when you're hungover, um, when you're tired, his example is not really a creativity one, but, um, he'll jump rope. And then at the end of jump roping, he'll stand on like a balance board for 10 minutes. Okay. The next one. So this is, uh, Chael Sonnen goes through five rounds, uh, just dominates Anderson Silva right at the very end. Um, not, not like the last few seconds, but, uh, it's winding down and the announcers are talking about how, uh, triumphant this is, how unexpected and surprising this is. And then Anderson Silva puts him in an arm bar and, uh, wins, wins the match. And the idea here is, or creativity, resistance is strongest at the end. That uh, this is something from Stephen Pressfield, where he has written this book called *The Art of War*. Really great book about creativity, and then he has this um, personification of uh, uh, like writer's block and things that will stop your creativity and your creative work. And he calls it the resistance, and that it often shows up at its strongest as you're approaching the end of the project. That last ten percent is hard. Next, I wrote here uh, this idea with um, Sean O'Malley. He did. I was rooting for uh, Aljo, but yeah, Sean O'Malley won the championship, and he talked about this on the Flagrant podcast, where uh, Andrew Schultz was very impressed with O'Malley when he was starting to like do his research for the interview. That he's like, oh wait, this guy is actually more aware than uh, people might think. Like. Uh, it looks like he just smokes weed and then fights. And that's kind of the image that he portrays is that, um, yeah, that he, he's chill and, and yeah, he does smoke a lot and then he fights and wins fights. Um, and he comments on this that maybe this does lead people to underestimate him and there's no reason like that can be an advantage. It's not something that he does directly. I don't, I think he's, he's not really saying like, Oh, I'm doing that exact. I'm like, playing that up so that people underestimate me. I, I guess I would guess that he would doesn't like people underestimating him, uh, but it's useful. And after the fight, I watched like a post fight video. Oh no, it's actually like in the post fight interview where um, 
Aljamain Sterling says that, yeah, he didn't under, yeah, like, he didn't think he was that good and he got caught, overextended, got caught. Um, and the creativity lesson here is never underestimate dopamine and resistance. The reason that I mention both dopamine and resistance. So resistance, that's the, what I talked about earlier, the Stephen Pressfield idea. Um, it's going to show up. It will always show up. You can't get rid of it forever. Um, if you think it doesn't exist, then you're probably underestimating it and it will show up. And then with dopamine, this is where it's very important to, um, focus to get creative work done. To do good creative work requires a lot of focus at some point in the day. And dopamine will always find a way. Like, uh, so you have to be really strict with your environment to try to get rid of anything that's going to, um, give you that, like, pull to refresh dopamine. Um, so try to keep your, uh, the minimal thing, keep your phone in a different room and try to avoid it first thing in the morning. And you can try to do your creative work then. Don't underestimate the power of dopamine and resistance. Next, um, I'll do a short one here. So, uh, Jake Paul, how do you beat Bobby Fischer? How does Jake Paul beat Bobby Fischer? Um, by not playing him in chess and instead boxing him in a celebrity match. This is how Jake Paul can beat Bobby Fischer. And, uh, the creative lesson here is to lean on your strengths that, uh, if you want to stretch and get in flow state or like, um, don't try to abandon all of your strengths. If like, it's good to shore up your weaknesses. But if you're making something, you know, uh, try to do like, th there is value in just like, um, continuing to build on your strength instead of trying to focus all your energy on, um, failing at something you're weak at to learn from it. Next up, what is the best base for MMA? This is just that, uh, kind of ongoing debate, I guess, of is it, is, it's all, it's usually a combination of something on the ground and then some kind of stand up. So some kind of grappling martial art and then some kind of striking martial art. Um, where I've seen comments about, um, is it someone that says like Muay Thai is not that great for MMA because of the stance? I forget. I, it's like I get all my knowledge from just like short form videos these days. So I can't recall who even, uh, said this. But then, yeah, it's like on the ground. Is it wrestling? Is it jujitsu? Um, and the creative lesson here is skill stacking that there's not one true answer. Like all, if you go up and down the championship, like the champions in each division, there's probably not like it's not completely aligned. Um, and for some, like they don't really have that much of a ground game other than, uh, takedown defense. Uh, but yeah, with skill stacking, it's the same thing where it's not universal across the board. It's going to be like, uh, start with one of your strengths and then you can start to stack things onto that. So, um, a good skill. And it's a thing of like the, the best base, like, uh, general things like cardio. That's not necessarily like considered in that question of like best base for MMA. Of course, everyone wants great cardio. And that's where like with skill stacking, you can look at writing different types of communication, always layer in with the rest of the skill stack. Um, Next up, uh, Korean Zombie lost, uh, this morning just a few hours ago. And the creative lesson here is to find your style, go out with it. Um, and yeah, he, he went out on his shield. And this is what you can do with your creative work is to, uh, if you're going to like, kind of like dedicate your, your life to this, whatever it is that you're making, 
Uh, it's much better to do it your way. Um, eventually, like find your own your own style. Do it that way. Don't have regrets about how you were approaching it. And uh, just for me, like as I'm, it's something I'm continuing to try to do is to, to, to try to find formats that work. I just recorded a podcast about stolen focus. Thanks if you listened to that. Um, and I did like quick notes after that. I was just like, maybe that's not the style that I want to do like um, forever. Just like it took, it, it felt taxing. Like it was, it was a little hard to like, I printed out my notes. I highlighted them. Uh, it felt very like academic, like homework. And in a way it's like, it felt like I was taking it serious, but I feel like maybe it was too serious. Like do I'm not Andrew Huberman. I don't, I'm going to excel in that way. Like as, a, as an academic, like trying to mimic an academic. So, uh, that's why I'm recording this actually right after I recorded that one. Um, actually I, I ate like a meal. I ate dinner between these recordings, but now I'm trying to do something a little more fun with trying to layer my interest in as well. Uh, my other interests, like I did really enjoy like reading that book, but then when I was recording, it's like, I'm not really like mixing any other interest into it. So, um, in this case, yeah, Korean zombie shout out to him too. <laughs> Just that brutal last second loss. Uh, a couple, was it a couple of years ago? That's rough, but he had great fights and uh, his own great knockouts as well. So, um, next up, uh, Khabib has this great punch on Connor and into that fight. Connor is known as a great striker. Of course, he got hit. And the lesson here is second order effects that because Khabib's ground game was so dangerous, Connor was worried about that, like apprehensive and then opened himself up to get hit because he was so worried about uh, defending the takedown. And this is the idea of second order effects. And this is something to think about in creative work that uh, sometimes it's like maybe you don't want to do certain things, but there are going to be some second order effects if you're able to do that. Sometimes you can't predict uh, what it is. I've gotten some freelance work by like um, posting threads on Twitter and then people reached out and then I did freelance work um, with them. And that was something kind of actually like unexpected from that. And uh, sometimes you can predict second order effects. Some kind, sometimes you can't. Uh, so but trying to like build awareness around um, what can happen. And a lot of good things happen. Um, I think this is something that Ali Abdel talks about with when he talks about Austin Kleon's book, Show Your Work, and how influential that was. Um, he thinks, yeah, Ali Abdel has shown. He, he really believes like if you start a YouTube channel, you um, find some subscribers, build an audience, good things will happen if you like post stuff online. Um, I believe that too. Uh, and... Yeah, I think it's it's a good thing. Show your work. Good things happen. There's second order effects that you might not, not see. And then this next one, uh, this will be a short lesson. So uh, speaking of Khabib, uh, retired undefeated. John Jones is also undefeated except for like the when he came down with the elbows. But no one really counts that one as quite a loss. Um, and it's this idea of simple, not easy, that they found the simplest path to stardom. John Jones and uh, Khabib, um, they they found a simple path to stardom, to being known forever as great fighters. It's it's so simple. Just win every fight. Uh, <laughs> even better, just dominate every fight. How simple is that? You can you can write that on an index card, but it is not easy at all. That's it's it's the simplest but hardest path possible to become a great fighter. Uh, and this idea of simple not easy often applies in other things. So I didn't. Put this, I guess, this is not a creative lesson, but I'll just try to relate it that like your health is so important. Uh, physical health 
is important for mental health and creativity and it's all intertwined in different ways. Um, so the simple, not easy thing is eat less, move more. Very simple, not easy. And that can be, uh, applied to just a lot of other things. Um, and just with, okay, an actual creative work is, or like an actual creative lesson here is, uh, consistency just post all the time. Seems simple, but it isn't always easy. Uh, a lot of times there's just so many different things that stop people. I think a lot of it really is just mindset around things and then worrying a little too much about like the consequences of, of these things. But if you think about like the consequences of like posting something online versus like stepping in a cage and fighting something else in there, uh, it does start to seem a little bit silly. Um, yeah, at its very worst, maybe like you've ruined your career or something like that and you're never hired again. But even then, like step in a cage and Brock Lesnar's on the other side of the, it's, it's not fun. Um, next up, this is a very recent one also. Oh, this is from the same fight from a few hours ago. So Max Holloway was also on the Andrew Schultz podcast, uh, recently, just this week for this fight. And he was talking about, uh, so what I wrote here was just like the importance of prototyping. So Max talks about how he would play the UFC game. So he's known as like a streamer, but he's usually playing like first person shooters. Um, and one quick lesson from that is he says it helps him with his hand eye coordination. Uh, I think they took it as a joke, but I think he was pretty serious about it. Uh, but then also he says that he would play UFC and then, uh, pick other fighters other than himself and then try different striking. Then he would think like, oh, let me try that in real life. So he was starting, he would do that. He would like try combinations, see if they worked in the game. And then he would try to do it in real life. So it was like prototyping it in the game, then try to do it in training. And then he said like, oh yeah, some of these things worked. And, uh, it was a, yeah, just an example of prototyping. Try something when there's no risk in a game, uh, somewhere where you're able to fail fast and iterate quickly, then figure out what works there and then try to apply that in, uh, situation that's more real or in the real situation itself. And I think this is a very important thing uh, with creative work as well is finding ways to iterate um, that are low risk. And this is like the classic Tim Ferriss thing is like posting a landing page and then watching the traffic on it instead of spending all the time to create the real website. Um to just test an idea out, test the idea out before you test the final thing out. If you can figure that out, that's really helpful uh, in creative work. And then this last one is related to simple, not easy. And it's this idea of complexity. And sometimes we just make things too complex. There's this video that never fails to make me, make me laugh a little bit is, um, TJ Dillashaw train doing like his brain training and he's just in this machine that's spinning him around uh, in just like every direction. So it, it looks like a carnival, like VR. He's not in a VR thing. It's just like a giant gyroscope, I guess. Uh, and he's spinning around and then also calling out colors and numbers like green seven. And then the entire time that's happening in the background, there's this other guy like monotonely explaining it in like a whisper voice. And he's telling, talking about all the science behind it. Um, and I think it might be a case, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but it's like, oh man, th- this is pretty complex, but maybe there's like an easier way, like a simpler way to do this kind of brain training. Um, and yeah, sometimes that's, and I, th- I think it can be that like 
maybe that is what it takes when you're at that level. But it's easy to look at that as a beginner and then think like, oh, that's what's holding me back. And that sounds silly, but some people I think do that when they're creating work online is, especially with video, they look at someone they admire, look at their work, and then immediately key in on like the video quality and then start to look up like equipment that they have. They think like, oh, I can't afford that. Uh, I think it's great that there are creators out there that still push and like talk about how they still make videos on their phones. And if not that, they at least point to like some of their more popular videos where they're recording on their phones. Uh, there's a creator, Matt Choi. He's this running creator. Um, posts a lot of runs, a lot of social media, still does a lot on his phone too. But he, he says that his most popular YouTube video is about him taking creatine and he filmed it on his phone. Uh, so make content. Uh, this is MMA <laughs> mental model arts, uh, for creativity. So thanks for listening to this episode. Rapid fire, uh, setting a timer. It's pretty fun. Uh, let me know what you think.